What's up, everybody? We are live once again. It is Wednesday. It is mission accomplished time. I got a couple guests tonight, two to be exact. Uh, both bare knuckle fighters who happen to be fighting each other February 5th uh, at BKFC Knuckle Mania, which is taking place Super Bowl weekend. February 5th, that is a Friday night, and um, when I, the funniest thing is, when I booked the two guys for tonight's show, I, honest to God, had no idea that these two gentlemen were going to be fighting each other February 5th. Um, come to find out, they are, and uh, that's just a little bit of a bonus for us, um, waiting for both of them to get here. In the meantime, thank you for tuning in to another Mission Accomplished. I am Kyle Mish. I love doing this. What This is my studio. And this is my new Killfoot shirt, Killfoot clothing, Wolfpack shirt, Mjolnir, Mjolnir, Thor, uh, Hammer of Thor, Killfoot shirt. Got from those guys. They are a sponsor of the show, and I appreciate them greatly. Another one of my sponsors, while I'm waiting for our guests, I might as well knock out the sponsors. Hey, why not? How about Holden Hands Massage? Jackie Holden is a absolute wizard with her fingers. You need to go check her out. She is um, registered with... She is registered with uh, the VA, so veterans can go to their provider and get a referral and go see Jackie. Both of the fighters tonight are represented by Smith Brothers Combat Sports. These guys are representing so many fighters. They take care of their guys. Uh, Kevin Smith is an absolute gentleman. Lorenzo Hunt and Rob Morrow are both, both represented by these guys. And I appreciate the Smith Brothers Combat Sports so much for uh, pumping fighters onto our show. I appreciate that, and I will do everything I can to get these guys out there for everyone to learn and know. You need to know these guys because BKFC is the fastest rising sport, combat sport in the world. Um, the event, February 5th, Knuckle Mania. In the past, I have said that uh, for $3.99, you could get the you could get the uh, the BKTV app and you can um, get all of their events. Well, this one is bigger and better than ever. So it is a, it's a different situation. Um, it's going to be on Fight TV, which is another app. And I believe you have to pay for that app. I don't know the uh, price for it off the top of my head, but it is also going to be done on pay-per-view. Um, so still go out and get that BKTV app. It is absolutely worth the price of admission, 100,000%. The, the sport is amazing. Uh, watch these guys toe the line and scrap like crazy. Um, tomorrow night on the show, I'm going to have Brandon Lambert. He is a newly signed fighter to the BKFC. This guy uh, is all over social media. If you don't know him, need, you, you got to just, just peruse um peruse instagram and facebook and look for brandon lambert and you'll see him everywhere the guy's got a got a lot to say he is definitely a mouth and he is definitely a character and he'll be on tomorrow night but in the meantime we'll talk about bkfc uh 
Knucklemania. You got Paige Van Zandt, Van, <laughs> Paige Van Zandt versus Britton Hart. Main event that night. Britton Hart, another uh, Smith Brothers combat sports fighter. You got um, Chris Lieben fighting Quentin Henry, another Smith Brothers combat sports fighter, matter of fact. Uh, and Chris Lieben um, is saying that it is his retirement fight, which is sad because, I mean, sad and happy for everybody because everybody who knows Chris Lieben knows he's been around forever. Uh, he was an alumni of the first season of Ultimate Fighter. He has put on absolute legendary performances throughout his entire career. He's fought guys like Anderson Silva, Vandalay Silva, you know it. Um, you name it, he's probably fought him. And now he's fighting in BKFC. Uh, he's saying it's his last one. So after that, you can catch him refereeing. He's been refereeing for about three years, so. I would, uh, I'd love to talk to him on the show, get Chris on here and discuss his career a little bit, see what's, what's next for him. Um, in the, in the meantime, why don't you guys jump in the comment, uh, the comment section, throw me some questions. You might want me to ask Lorenzo Hunt and Rob Morrow before they throw down February 5th. I'm, uh, waiting on both of those gentlemen still. So we got a few minutes, um, while I'm killing time. I pointed out the uh, Larry Bird Wheaties box last week. That is a 1993 Wheaties box. The other one, Flutie Flakes. How about them Flutie Flakes? Ha. All right. So make sure you're, like, you're liking, you're subscribing, and you're turning on that notification bell. And our first guest of the evening just showed up. Um, well, it looks like he's connecting right now. Says, you know, be having some connection problems. We'll just give him a minute. That is... Uh, Lorenzo, the juggernaut hunt. I cannot wait to talk to him. I got a lot of fun questions to ask him because this dude is a monster. And um, Ian asked if uh, Chris fought Tank Abbott. Tank Abbott was a little before Lieben's time. He uh, Lieben was um, Ultimate Fighter season one. So he, you know. Lieben's my age. Let's just put it that way. And uh, let's go ahead and jump on here with Lorenzo and see how he's doing. Good evening, sir. How are you? What's up, man? How you guys doing? I am good, man. So what's what's going on? You got a fight February 5th. I'm sure you're training like crazy. How, how's that going? Yeah, I actually just lost the gym. I'm trying to eat some shit real quick, man. I'm, I'm getting it in, man. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Now, uh, do you, do you spend more time in the gym than you spend at your own home? Because every time I see your social media, you're either teaching a class, you're training, you're sparring, you're doing something, man. It's a, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to say yeah, but yeah. <laughs> well you know what priority sometimes uh, you know your job you gotta you gotta yeah, pay the bills so. i get to take my family with me sometimes so <laughs> so it's not all bad it's not all bad I, yeah i just take what's important with me you know do you does your family go to your fights um eh, eh, eh. i try to keep that kind of separate um yeah it's like you know i'm i'm dad at home and you know daddy you know i need this i need that 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 and they can't turn it off for my fights, even though it's really important that they turn it off. 
they don't. And so I don't bring them anymore. <laughs> wow. All right. I can, I can totally understand that. So uh, for the people watching at home, this is Lorenzo, the juggernaut hunt. He is yes, an sir. absolute monster in the BKFC. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your, your four and one record in bare knuckle. Didn't start at BKFC. It started in an organization where you fought in a triangle, right? <laughs> yeah, what? BYB. You must have watched that fight, huh? No, you was like, what the what hell? What the hell? Yeah, yeah dude. That was, uh, as, as my boy Don, I called that the mighty trigon. <laughs> the mighty trigon. The, the mighty. No, it is no joke closet space. And it's okay for me because I, I won't lie to you. Like, I came, I came up you know, 90s with the old 80s karate movies and the yep. fighting on the flaming logs and the and like, you can put me anywhere. I'm kind of like in my element. We can fight on ice. We can fight on water. We can fight. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to adapt to it because, you know, I'm Shaolin. I'm old school. <laughs> I'm a Shaolin monk. Yeah. You're looking for a kumite somewhere to get yeah, into. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Even that ring was funny. <laughs> Remember it went up yeah. on one side yeah. and up on the other side? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, you know. I've had guys put shit in my eyes and I just go straight into Van Damme mode. Like, ah, it, <laughs> I got to fight blind now. And for those who are listening to us talk about this Trigon, they had a thing called the Death Corner where yeah. one part one part of the – it was like longer to one corner than, than the other two, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So you get yeah. trapped and, in that and corner and you're screwed. It's actually more – Death. Now I'll, I'll give away one of the secrets. It's actually more of a death corner for the person who's not trapped in it. Yeah, just what? think about it. Your back is against the wall. You're covered on both sides. No hooks right. are going to work. Nothing's yes. going to sneak up on you. So actually, if your back is in the corner, the guy who's approaching you is in danger. And I you figured that out while I was trying to keep him in the corner. I was like, shit, I'm trapping myself. And mm -hmm. so when he shot out, I let him out. Thank God I let him out because when you trap somebody like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> They're coming out, God damn it. They're coming out. <laughs> so, yeah, so, it's actually it's actually the reverse. Trapping the guy in that corner is actually dangerous for you. Yeah. I can imagine that for sure. They could yeah, also. No, I mean, just think about it. You throw a hook and you, and you hit the fence. Yep. You know, knuckles make sparks on the fence. Like, so, yeah, that... it's kind of like a trap for you. That whole that whole production was crazy. I, I'm yeah, talking it was, like it was crazy. I mean, it was crazy. It was like a beginning thing. They got our names backwards. I but saw that. Honestly, <laughs> it was an awesome show, awesome promotion. Those guys tried really, really hard. Uh, uh, Dada and his brothers and the gang. You know what I mean? They they mm -hmm. made everybody feel at home. They they paid really well, which was surprising. They paid really well. They flew us all out. They they treated us like superstars. Know what I mean? And I and yeah. I really appreciate that start because if not for them, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have went and did it for uh for David Feldman in the 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 BKFC. I was gonna ask you, man. Um, so you started off in MMA. Yes, and, sir. And MMA, you're more of a you're more like you're the prototype for uh for bare knuckle. Like you, when when this when this sport popped up, you must have been like on cloud nine because guys like yourself and um joey beltran and chris lieben if this sport was around 10 years ago yeah you guys uh, would, great, would be in the hall great. of fame so yeah 
So actually what happened, like I said, even with my MMA career, which I was kind of really at a point where I figured I could go ahead and throw in the towel. You know what I mean? The, the, the UFC didn't, I'd never got that call. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I did knock out some really popular guys. I, I did my thing. I did enough to get the call. But right. it seemed like every time I brought my head above water, I I get in a fight with some high level wrestler, some high level jujitsu guy that would just basically drown my ass. You know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. grab me and tie my shoestrings together and never let me up. And yeah. so that happened a couple of times, and it and it and it actually made my record look weird. Right. Be but if but if guys were paying if guys that are really paying attention, you know what I mean? They're not. It says like I'm four and two in MMA, mm -hmm. right? I have all knockouts. Oh yeah. So when it comes to the BKFC, it's like, hey, he's undefeated. He's never lost with them hands. Like you can't take him down. Your ass is out. Yeah. But you can't take me down now. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. yeah. Aside from knocking people out, I've been choked before. I've been submitted before. And uh, those high level wrestlers, the high level jujitsu guys. They would get in there and, like I say, they would crawl over to me. They would slide across uh, the guy, uh, Joey Body Bags, uh, Fighter. Yeah. He never yeah. had any intentions on never letting me touch Standing him. Up. He basically <laughs> slid across that bitch on his belly and grabbed <laughs> and grab my feet. <laughs> and grab my feet. He slithered <laughs> across. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like they they figured it out, you know. They like, hey, we can't beat them standing up, but we can beat them on the ground. Um, I think that's what uh, Megan Megan Savardi in the uh, comments, who happens to be my sister. Thanks for the support, Megan. <laughs> he seems like he'd be a lot of fun to have at a party. Cool guy. <laughs> I am. I am really cool. And the crazy part is that I don't drink, so no? I'm just as crazy though when I I can be at a party and be the life of the party, and I ain't even drunk. So <laughs> there you go. Like, yeah, That's I'm the best that kind guy. of guy to have, man. I'm definitely that guy. You know, I'm the handstand guy. I'm the yeah. backflip. The, the well, anybody that watches you fight will know that, like, you're dancing in between rounds <laughs> and you're doing jumping jacks, like, mid-round. And, like, yeah. you're, you look like you're having a blast in there for, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm having a blast, man. I, I was telling uh, the other ladies uh, uh, that was interviewing me that, you know, it's basically the trait of a psychopath. You would think that I'm at somewhere else it's not a fight you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i do disassociate myself with the violence of it it's not violence yeah. for me it's like shooting a basketball or drip you know what i mean playing ping pong to me it's kind of like playing chess i'm i'm chilling i'm in cruise control and i'm having a great time hell yeah man and um the popularity of bkfc is like skyrocketing right now and uh they're bringing in big names but they're also um you know, organically, like yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. or like yourself, like you, they're building stars within, but they're right. also pulling in. Right. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, that's going to happen naturally because to tell you the honest to God truth, a lot of the bare knuckle bangers and a lot of the guys that are coming up in the BKFC missed a shot to beat up them guys that you've seen on TV. Yep. I've been watching those fights thinking I can beat him. I've been watching those fights, studying those guys, knowing I know it, I could I could beat him, but I just never got the shot because, you know, they kept us separated. But mm -hmm. now, like, if you're coming over here and you're thinking this is the UFC or you're thinking you're going to be a badass just because you fought in the UFC, you're wrong. I will yep. retire you. I can't wait. I can't wait. Just sign the papers and bring your ass on over here thinking that it's, it's a lower-class uh, um, 
um, um, fight organization, and you'll be surprised. I, I can't wait. Now, you fight 180, 185 or 185, 185, 195, and 205. 205. Now, what is, what is Hector Lombard fighting at? Right. Because I'm I, I don't know. You brought his name up. No, no, no. Yeah. I want to ask you this because today, about two o'clock this afternoon, he put a video on Instagram calling a fighter not named. He did not name a name, but he, he's calling somebody a pussy. He's like, sign the contract. You know me. Don't fuck with me. But he never said a name. I'm wondering who he's talking to. And I, I was wondering if you could enlighten us on that one. Uh, well, he's definitely not talking about me. Or okay. I, no, I was, was going to say, he's fucking crazy. I would have got the call months ago. He's definitely not talking to me because I'm that guy that would come to your house. Yeah. Like, I know you're not you're not talking to me. You know what I'm saying? People I didn't don't think call so. me out. I, I was wondering if he had those kind of balls. That's what I'm saying. No, like, uh, no, 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 no. He's probably putting <laughs> together some sort of promotional scheme to to beat up some other some guy, some other guy from the USA or old uh, old uh, uh, rival or something. They're just okay. Putting, some sort of promo together, blah, 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 some sort of nonsense for another easy fight for him. You know what I mean? Uh, Hector Lombard, he's, uh, I would like to say, he's spoiled, so to speak. You know what I mean? He's not going to fight no real competition. And 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 he has that, you know, he's done enough work to where he can kind of be like, man, I'm not going to fight this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah, same yeah, face. yeah. And still uh, face. Me, on the other hand, I've never turned down a fight. I've never, there's never been anyone, any promotion, from any promotion I've ever fought in, anyone who ever knows me, they know I've never turned down a fight. Say a name and I showed up. I love that. I mean, you're not in the business to be turning down fights. If you, if you make it to this level, who who are you to turn down a fight? You know what I mean? You, you know. I don't agree with that. I mean, those kind of guys are whatever. Right. Um, so you uh, you were at the BKFC tryouts. I wanted to ask you, like, what do the tryouts consist of? Um, I saw a lot of Instagram videos, but you never see, like, the f like the full tryout. Is Can anybody who thinks they're tough just go up in there and try out, or do you have to have some sort of credentials? As a as like a professional or a, at least in some amateur um, fights, um, I'm not totally sure about that part. It yeah. looks like um, just anybody can walk up, but I I don't believe so. For the most part, guys that are registering are ex fighters, ex MMA fighters, ex amateur okay. boxers. Guys that have a record, no one's just showing up like walking in off the street smelling like McDonald's and trying to sign up. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're yeah. not doing that. This ain't American Idol. Right. Guys definitely can fight or used to fight or they have some sort of credentials. You know what I mean? I, right. Even when you walk around and you look, you might see a couple guys that are over the hill or somebody who had a few too much to drink, but they yeah. still know how to fight. They, they used to fight. And we'll yeah. weed them out. Um, um, you got you got the president of the BKFC walking around. You got the matchmaker walking around. And 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 once we make them shadow box for eleven minutes straight, like then that weeds out about fifty percent. Fifty percent is like screw this. You know what I mean? And then then we start looking at the guys who 
who actually, you know, maintain their form and actually who know what they're doing. And you can you can see it, it separates itself. Um, and, right then they, and then they uh, everybody has to hit that pad where they test your uh, pounds of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, they test they, uh, the the little test your might pad. Remember, uh, remember yeah. uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of sweet. Um, I didn't like the way they had to set it up this time. Um, they set it up on the actual punching bag, which kind of skewed the numbers a little bit. That pad is designed to be set up against the wall, so yeah. it was actually probably doubled the numbers if you hit it on a stationary thing. But that yeah. wasn't our gym, so we couldn't just go drilling holes in the wall, and um. So uh, this time, but like you say, you still get a pretty much, uh, uh, you, you get an understanding for who's there, where the power is and stuff like that. Um, um, more so, I was impressed with the guys that were able to um, manipulate the ring in the mitts when we got inside and we started doing the mitt work. That's pretty much where the judges gather around and they see your personality. They see how you hold yourself. I, I tested a lot of those guys. I pushed them faster than they wanted to go. I pushed them around. I slapped a couple guys and see if they would return fire or at least put their hands up. I really, really pushed those guys at the tryouts and I let the judges see what type of temperament they have. I bunked a couple of them on the head and see if they get pissed. I mean, shit, if you don't get pissed, you ain't even like, <laughs> you yeah. know, you're, you got to be a psychopath, right? Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> that whole psychopath thing. Um, yeah. When you, when you went there, was it the same way? Like there was no fighting and you didn't have to fight yeah. anybody. And, and, and like I said, it's, it shocked me too. There was right. no fighting there, there for, for, for whatever reason, uh, there is no actual sparring or actual fighting at the tryout. And, uh, and I believe that David, uh, uh, Mr. Feldman set it up that way so that he could gauge the skills without the super crazy testosterone nonsense and ambulances and all this kind of craziness of us just putting bums in there to slap each other around and then, you know, somebody have a seizure and shit like that. <laughs> like, yep. let's get through the prelims first. Let's see if you can hit a bat. Let's see if you can follow the rest. Let's see if you came to play let's you know what i mean and uh, yep. those guys like i say they found me in the tryouts and did I you hit the hardest? look at the tryouts you could tell every move every motion every hook every time i hit the bag all the cameras focused right on me it's like a, a drum solo yeah you guys are <laughs> playing but they're only listening to me and, and that translates into uh know-how and uh confidence and and uh you know ring generalship and it just translates they can see it. That's awesome, man. Did you hit the hardest out of your tryouts? I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. No. So, so Who hit they harder? didn't have that at my tryouts. Oh, <laughs> why not? They didn't have. They didn't have that thing at my tryouts, and I've always wanted to actually hit it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did get to hit it at the uh, at the tryouts here. I wasn't pleased with my results, knowing that I I, I kind of gauged myself it around at least maybe 14 1500 when i hit it it was like 700 or something and uh, i was like bullshit yeah it's it, it registered more like one of the ones at a bar that you push the button yeah it, it registered like half yeah and, um and i and i think and i'm like i said i got a pretty good gauge of uh power and even the other people who hit where the power is 1400 so I kinda know, yeah i kind of know how to manipulate my my strength in a way that you know translates into power 
And so I can see the other guys, when they hit it, I was kind of right, you know, dead on. And then mm-hmm. for me to be so far off with my own is like bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, but, so, uh, but I will hit it the next time when they put it up on the wall, and I'll I like to see how close I am to my actual um, number in my head. You go ahead and set some records at the next one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I say, from there, there isn't. I've been doing this a while. I've been yeah. doing this a while. Out of about twenty total fights, twenty-two total fights, I'll say sixteen to eighteen of them have been knockouts, KOs. I know how to knock people out. I know I hit hard. I know I'm fast. <laughs> No one has to tell me that. No one has to confirm it for me. The fight speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah, sure. I, yeah I, I know what to do. I know how to manipulate my strength. Anybody, uh, we got a bunch of people watching right now. Um, you guys all got to go watch his fights because the two the two finishes that I actually like love is is the picture. It's like a poster where you stood over uh, Reggie Pena. That was fantastic. And that then, was, uh, no, I didn't stand over Reggie Pena. Oh, Reggie okay. Pena's the guy that had the hematoma. His eye got real big and looked like oh, Lorenzo, Eric like, Lorenzo, Lozano, Lozano. Lozano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here Lorenzo, Lozano, Lozano's the guy. He ate that mean right hand. Yeah, and a lot of people are looking at that picture and they're thinking like, "Oh, this guy's an asshole." He stood over his body, and I actually just tripped over his feet. You know yeah. what I mean? It just kind of got exaggerated. And, you know, pictures pictures tell a whole nother story. I mean, I'm not the kind of guy to, you know, mince words or say I did something or I didn't or say that, you know, or back take a back step. I mean, I don't care. Lozano was trying to hit me after the bell. He was being yeah. a dick during the fight. So even if I did stand over him, so what? Like, so fucking yeah. what? You know what I mean? Like, this is fighting. I'm not a politician. I'm not, I'm not, Um, you know what I mean? I'm nobody's buddy i fight for money like shit the, the, like i'm not a role model <laughs> i fight for money <laughs> yeah. thinking about. so yeah like i might lose it sometime i might you know be a little um overly aggressive but i fight bare knuckle for money don't try to pretend like this ain't some savage shit right and uh, after he went after you after the bell in the first round you lumped his ass up in the second and then it, his ass yeah up. When the bell hit off of the second round, that's when you started like dancing and doing jumping jacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, was like, I mean, like I said, like shoving up I his refuse, ass. I re- I refuse to be bullied. Yeah. If somebody kicks me in the nuts, I'm kicking them in the nuts. If somebody hit me after the bell, I'm hitting them after the bell. <laughs> if somebody yeah. if somebody kicks me, I'm kicking them in the face. I don't. I'm not playing. Like I'm I'm not gonna let you get the last shot. That's a no no. Am I wrong? Did. The the uh, the next fight after that um, against Green didn't did he hit you after the bell as well? Yeah, he did, and I slapped his ass too. And the what? commissioner said something to me about it. I don't know why. Like they think I'm gonna let him get away. But I'm not letting you get away with yeah, that. That's two fights it's in a row. It's psychological. It's psychological. Yeah. We starting the first. We, I I won the whole round. You hit me after the bell. I'm punching you in your mouth because I'm still winning. Like I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna walk away because you. You hit me after the bill. No, I'm punching your ass back. It's a counter. Yeah, it's for a counter. sure. Hey, um, I wanted to ask you about cornering Tyler Goodjohn. Uh, your girl Christine Ferrero was actually in the comments here. She yelled, "That's my dog." Um, what's up, Christine? Let's <laughs> uh, some ass. I hope you coming in February. Yeah, she's actually uh, going to come on this show February third. So I'm looking forward to having a conversation with her as well. Um, the game plan going into that, 
did did Tyler execute the game plan that you guys had going in, or did he kind of go rogue a little bit? Because if you compare his performance in that fight to his previous ones, he it he he always kept his hands up in his previous fights, and in that one he had him down. He was like clowning a lot. I, what was that? Um. Uh. I. Me corner and Tyler Goodjohn was like a last minute thing. Oh, okay. He's a he's an awesome guy, a, a awesome fighter. I've seen some of his YouTube stuff. You know what I mean? Pretty cool. Got a cool personality. I actually got some video of us behind the scenes doing our thing. So yeah. I will say, I will say he definitely deterred from the game plan of okay. that the one that we came up with in maybe twenty minutes before the fight. Not okay. to say he deterred from his game plan. I don't know what his actual game plan was because I didn't train with him. I don't know if he, uh, I don't know if he intended to show bold or shock the world or make it look better. Sometimes we go in to the fight with uh, with a game plan that nobody would agree with. So we have to keep that to ourselves. People don't yeah. ever think about that. Like, hey man, in this fight, I'm gonna show my ass. I'm gonna show bold a little bit. I may squat over a guy and take a dunk. Everybody's yeah. going to be like, no, no, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of just keep it to ourselves. So I don't really know what his yeah. game plan actually was. I will say that I was screaming something, and he was doing something else. And I was screaming. <laughs> and he was doing something, and I was screaming. Then he came to the corner, and I was like, okay, you done bullshitting? Like, come on, let's put your hands up. Let's execute this guy. You're a better technical fighter. Let's go ahead and do the job. And he went in the beginning, I believe, of the second round, and he did. He had his hands up. He slipped the yep. punch. He fired yeah. a punch. He slipped the punch. He turned the corner. He fired a punch. And then he went right back to, to like this uh, bare knuckle showdown, like uh, Jason Knight and Artem. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe that was part of the plan. You know, maybe it's like I'm gonna get bloody for the for the for the for the fans. I don't know. I, that, just because I, I don't plan like that, you know, don't mean it ain't a plan. Yeah, I talked to him a couple weeks ago. He actually. Uh, when we were split screen, like I'm talking to you right now, the fucking dude was sitting in his bathtub in Vegas drinking a beer. But I make it, I'm like, okay. He came on a little early before we went live, and I was I, I talked to him for like a couple minutes before we went live, and I was like, bro, you need to like position your phone a little bit because <laughs> no, I don't I, see your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need anything slipping out and getting me thrown <laughs> off. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. Good dude, man. Fun guy. Um, you have a fight coming up. I didn't even know this until just recently. I, one thing I want to I want to ask you. When I was searching the fight card for the for uh, rest, uh, Knuckle Mania, you cannot find the fight card on the internet. Like you could find the three um, main. What's up with that? Um. 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 Ah. BKFC's got a lot going on, bro. You know, they recently, they tried to put some overseas things together. They got this going on. They got that going on. The fight's coming. They usually get down hard on their shit right around two weeks before the fight. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. definitely fighting. I'm under contract. I know a couple other people who are definitely fighting that are under contract. Um, Combat Insiders put out a uh, a uh, fight card, an official fight card, and they kind of put got everybody down this on there. I wasn't even sure about who was where and who. And there was a couple names on there that I didn't even, I was surprised to actually see. So okay. um, with uh, with our with our management staff and our and our guys that are putting this shit together, you know, they're they're kind of swamped. They they're they're busting their butts 
and it's kind of hard to keep up with it with the excitement of it all. I know that yeah. as we continue throughout the year, they'll get better and better and better, and they'll let release things a lot earlier. But for right now, we're doing like a hey, you ready? Okay, yeah. we in. <laughs> it's like hey, no. you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, we in. So that's why if you look at my, my Facebook and my Instagram, I never stop training. I never yeah. stop training. I never stop training. I, I if David Feldman called me at three a.m. and say hey, Hunt, I need you in Detroit for a fight at seven. I'll be there and I'll squash somebody because I, I never stop training. That's great. Now the guy you're fighting is also another Smith Brothers uh, fighter, Rob Morrow. You guys familiar yeah. with each other? You guys. I, I never, I never actually met him, and if I did, I don't really remember. I do think we shared a corner BKFC eight when I fought Reggie Pena, but uh, when I'm in fight mode, I don't really be trying to make friends or shake hands and all that shit. And it's not oh. because I'm nervous or nothing; it's just because I'm in my own space in my head. Um, I did meet him. I, I think I did meet him because we had to share the corner. Um, okay, I know we fought on the card. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't know him. I don't have anything against him or nothing like that. So if you see me do something weird or crazy, it's just part of the job. Mm -hmm. I don't know him. You know, I never miss two words about him. The matchmakers make my matches. I don't know about other people who get to pick who they fight. The yeah. matchmakers make my matches. They say, hey, this is the guy we got. This is the money. Do you want it? And I'll be like, <laughs> yeah. Now could have skipped the first part. Do you have, like, have you watched film on Rob, or uh, are you just going in there kind of? I, I, watch, I watch film on him. I don't usually because the film is old. You know what I mean? The film yeah, is old. I was going to say, he, doesn't, he only has the one BKFC fight. Right, and right. Film is always, though, sometimes film can be misleading. Film is not as important to me as being the best possible me is. Okay. I'm not really looking for any cheats or any slips or any tails or any. You know, other people maybe study like that and be like, oh, oh, look, oh, look, he twinkles his toe before he turns. I, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I like yeah. to, uh, <laughs> yeah, I like to, um, I like to be the best possible me, the, sh the sharpest me that I can be is, is hard to be. Um, somebody in the comment section just requested that you fight Jake or either of the two Paul idiots. You could probably fight them both at the same time and, and rid them of the earth. <laughs> I don't know who those guys are. Oh, well, you're better off, dude. Uh, before I let you go, um, you got a fight prediction? What do you got? For my fight? Yeah. <laughs> pain. <laughs> pain. All right. Just pain. pain. Yeah, we, um, me and my, uh, my coaching staff and my guys, we're willing to go wherever the fight is willing to go. Mm -hmm. I'm not, like I said, I'm not looking at Rob Moore's fight tapes trying to say that he's weak or that he's overly strong. I just know that there's a fight coming for both of us. I yeah. respect him as a fighter. He's been in the cage with monsters. He's been fighting a long time. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't believe that that knockout um, that uh, Trujillo put on him. I don't think that's a tail into his skill. I just think that he got caught with a shot because the fight kind of started off faster than he wanted to. So I'm expecting him to come out strong. I'm expecting him to be there for a fight. And I'm still going to beat his ass. I'm going to beat his ass within an inch of his life. But it, it, it's it's just the job. It's not – I'm not really a mean guy. All right. <laughs> well, don't 
you can't take his life because he's managed. I said within an inch. Oh, okay. All right. So, hey, <laughs> before I let you go, I do a quick speed round. I do a couple of fun questions. Um, first one on the board, uh, what's something you're really good at that's not combat related, not combat sport related? Everything's combat sport related. Chess, ping pong, basketball, swimming. I'm good at everything. Uh, Okay, second question. Have you seen the – why weren't you casted as Clubber Lang's son in the upcoming Creed 3? Because I didn't apply for the job, but I should have because that's me all day. That's you all. I got some more for you. I got some more. I got a little more. I got a little more for you. (laughs) Oh, man, dude. When I watched the preview for it, I was like, man, that should have been Lorenzo Hunt right there. Oh, yeah, I would have played the shit out of that role. Okay, you can only listen to one group. Which one of these are you uh, picking? Outcast, Wu Tang, or Bone Thugs? Thugs, Bone Thugs. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, well, I should have <laughs> noticed. I should have known that. Damn. Uh, what advice do you have for a fighter thinking they could, uh, you know, get into bare knuckle, but they're not quite sure? Learn how to duck. <laughs> Learn how to duck. Uh, you know what? You said they speed questions, so I'm answering fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How to duck, God damn it. God damn it. And uh, where do you see yourself one year from today? BKFC president. President? <laughs> David Feldman, you hear that? We all got to be a little bit delusional, but it's cool. I'm shooting for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll probably be the champ in both weight classes, two, uh, 190. I mean, um. 185 and 195. It's going to be hard to keep them away from me. I don't know who can defend those titles from me, period. That's not me being um, arrogant or nothing. There is no one in our brackets that can stop me from obtaining the 185 championship and the 205 championship. If you think differently, show me. Show me. Show me the tape. Show me which guy you think can stop me from taking the belt. All Show right, me, everybody. I'm like, not emotionally, like not like your favorite fan or your your guy. Show me which guy that got the skills that can do what I do that can stop me from taking what I want. Well, we'll try to find him for you. Uh, you are one ultra confident dude. You are highly entertaining. My sister loves you, obviously. I can't wait hey, to see Chris. you fight. <laughs> I can't wait to see you fight uh, February fifth against my next guest. I don't know if you knew this, but Rob's coming on the show next. You should have had us on here together. Yeah. Everybody go follow him. He is the Juggernaut Hunt on uh, Instagram, and he is also Lorenzo Hunt, the Juggernaut Hunt on Facebook too. So uh, active on more active on Instagram though, right? Is that, both, uh, is both. That you know, I, I live on Facebook every day. So oh, do you? you guys can okay. hit me up. I always respond. You guys can ask me questions. I'll always hit you back. Uh, Give me a shout out. Give me a follow. Give me a like. We in this to win it. You heard him. And if you don't, he's coming to your house. Yes, sir. Dang. Got that. <laughs> Fuck Hector Lombard. Fuck Hector. <laughs> Fuck Hector Lombard. Fuck Hector Lombard. Go watch that video that he posted today. I wonder who he's talking about. It's yeah. uh, it's interesting. He's with Yuli yeah. Diaz in the, video, in the video, too. And they of look like different. He is. Of yeah. course he is, clout chasing ass clowns. <laughs> neither right, one man. of them, neither one of them, all four of they fights, both of them two and zero. All four of they fight. I could, who did they? Who did they fight? Right off the top of your head, say your name. Oh man, no, you put me on the spot. Can't do Gotti, it. Got him, got him, because they didn't fight no fucking body. That's why you don't know. 
Victor Lombard. Didn't he fight Julian Lane? Did he fight Julian Lane? Fuck no. No? <laughs> no. Oh, no, that was Thiago Alves. Damn, man. I can't. Right, I can't. right. No. Right. Gotcha. Can't do it. Gotcha. Can't do it. Can't do yeah. it because he didn't fight nobody <laughs> at all. All right. All right, man. Well, another, uh, another, another Smith Brothers gentleman coming through my show. I appreciate you big time, bro. Uh, good luck February 5th. I don't, you know. You have enough yes, confidence. That you don't need We're my luck. We're going to go put on a hell of a show. Thanks. All right. Me. Have a good one, man. Thank you. Have a good one. Good night. All right. That was Lorenzo, one, Lorenzo Hunt. One half of this fight coming up February 5th. The other guy involved in that fight will be my next guest. He is the destroyer, Rob Morrow. How are you, sir? Good evening. Sir, how's it going? Good. How you doing, man? Doing good. Can't All right. Yeah. Well, this is uh, Rob Morrow. He is a longtime MMA veteran. What, forty-eight fights? Something like that. Hello. Yeah, I uh, couldn't hear you. You were cutting out a little bit. Yeah, you're freezing up on me, buddy. Um, let's see if we can get a better connection. Yeah. All right, I think think you might be a little better now. All right, how's that going? Good. Much better. Much better. How are you, sir? Doing good. How about yourself? Good. You got a you got a fight coming up February fifth against my last guest, Lorenzo Hunt. Um, uh, you hear me? Uh, yeah, uh, going against Lorenzo Hunt. Yep. So, preparation for this guy. Are you? Um, watching back his BKFC fights because I know you have a ton of MMA fights under your belt. And then you, uh, you made your BKFC debut and I feel like you got caught off guard right off the rip. Um, that guy was like shot out of a cannon on you and your fight didn't last too long. And I'm, I'm sure you want to get that one back. Um, how's the preparation going for Lorenzo? Everything going up to speed? Yeah, everything's going good. Um, uh, yeah, every, all, every, all the T's are dotted. My, you know, uh, everything's good. I uh, can't complain. The last fight, uh, which was my first fight for BKFC, um, just nothing, nothing in life was going right, and uh, it showed in the fight. You know, um, I don't. I mean, I've been in it for a while, almost eighteen years now. And I've never backed out of a fight due, you know, due to anything. The only one would be Andrew Kappel, but they're out in uh, Omaha, uh, Nebraska. But I, there was no way I could make the fight with work and everything else. It just wasn't happening. But besides that, uh, I don't back down from anybody, um, no matter what's going on. I, you know, I find a way to overcome. And... Uh, this fight with uh, Gustavo, um, I'd like to rewind it, you know, do it again. Uh, obviously, the, 
that's with any fight that you lose, you want to do that. But um, uh, from having uh, work put me on overnights that that same week, fight week, and Jesus, I mean, from a guy that gets up at four a.m. Uh, to now I'm trying to go to bed at four a.m. It just did not work. I couldn't get acclimated to the sleep. Um, I got off work Thursday morning about 3.30 a.m. just to hurry up, go home uh, from Chicago, which is about a good 40-minute drive, uh, get all my bags, packed, say bye to the wife and kids, uh, and head back up to Chicago to fly out. You know, I just didn't yep. have the sleep, and legs weren't under me, and Gustavo started, like, right off the bat, started coming off hard, and I just couldn't get into that. Um not with not with being tired, you know. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, lesson learned. But I went out there and I fought, you know, um, for whatever it was, thirty-five seconds, and uh, uh, Gustavo got the better end of that. So now I'm on to now Lorenzo, and uh, I'm coming in for that. Uh, you know, I'm working my way to the title fight. He's three and one. So technically, with this being a new sport, he's a veteran of bare, bare yeah. knuckle. Um, being a new spirit in the U.S. and uh, everything that they're doing, but having four fights and this is only their 16th show, that's that's pretty much a veteran right there for this. And uh, so I know he, he's pretty comfortable where he's at. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm coming in, coming in for that win. Yeah, he he's definitely. I just had a half an hour conversation with him. He's a ultra confident guy, very exciting fighter, but. You are no, you're no stranger to big fights, man. You have, like you just said, almost an 18 year career. Um, are you still training like jujitsu and wrestling and stuff like that? Or have you basically moved completely on to like boxing now that you're bare knuckle or are you going back uh, to MMA? Uh, right now I've moved straight to just bare, uh, boxing, just bare knuckle. Um, uh, the last fight I had was kickboxing, uh, mm -hmm. three fights in right for the tournament. Uh, ended up coming out as the victor for that. Uh, so then I, then I was training kickboxing. Nice. Right before that, I had uh, I had a bare uh, not bare knuckle um, uh, fight with Myron Dennis and Bellator. Uh, mm -hmm. Bellator, I was just getting ready for bare knuckle just in case I was able to get on that show, and uh, <laughs> which was like June or July, and I didn't get on there, but. Uh, uh, I worked a lot for that for that fight, and then I just took all that and moved it into the Bellator fight and came out with, uh, I think it was like a minute and six-second knockout, you know, so. Yeah. I um, Now, the what what is it like? You've been involved in, like, all these different MMA promotions. How is the BKFC different from, say, like a Bellator or one of these other ones? Uh, BKFC has shown that they, they, they care a little bit more for the fighters. Um, they have from, from, I'm saying from like BKFC one up to now, which only a few years they've, they've always cared about the fighters, making sure everything's going good for them. But then, uh, they've been fixing like any little problems that they have to become the promotion that they are. You know, and, and mm -hmm. they're, they're taking it by storm. So, and I had to talk to them for that. 
Yeah, it's a it's an amazing sport for sure, and it's it's catching on like crazy. And now you're going to be on the biggest event they ever had, um, Super Bowl weekend, just loaded with names. Uh, it's got to be pretty exciting to be involved in. It's almost like um, almost like when the UFC started in the early '90s. It kind of started a little on the sloppy side, and then by the time the Fertitas got a hold of it, it blew up and it's been a juggernaut ever since and now bkfc's got a little bit of that early ufc about to explode feel to it you know oh yeah definitely it's almost the same thing you know uh right. so i mean this is the next big sport it could be the next ufc you know so yeah now you having been in the sport for so damn long but you're only what are you 35 uh yeah just turned 35 you're 35 years old with 48 fights under your belt and a and a bkfc fight under your belt already you got a lot of, a lot of time left i mean like uh 48 fights is a lot of fights but you're also only 35 so like a lot of guys now that you're doing bare knuckle i you know you can go all the way into your 40s with this stuff you know yeah, um, and, you know, I get to see these guys coming in, you know, like uh, Chris Lytle and things like that, and Lieben and all of these older names coming into it um, who have, you know, been under the weather with, you know, how the sport with all, all the training and the fights, I mean, it beats up your body and things like that over the years. And uh, for them to come into bare knuckle, I'm like, you know what, I got this, you know. Uh, it kind of gave gave um like another hope another dream um mm -hmm. and seeing that you know yeah i'm 35 uh and i've actually got this will be my 99th fight if you count my amateur fights too oh, wow. uh, so this is kind of, yeah there's a there's a lot so that's why it's like man i'm just close to hitting 100 like that's that's pretty pretty awesome it's almost like jeremy horn style you know oh uh, yeah <laughs> It'd never be Trent Fuller style, you know, having almost 400 fights, whatever. But, uh, right. uh, you know, it just opens up another doorway. Like, oh, I got to get some bare knuckle fights in, you know. And, and uh, you know, every every goal that I've went out after from, you know, just being uh, a local small town guy to, to uh, fighting kickboxing and, and winning tournaments and then getting into the MMA and, uh, making it to the bigger shows and becoming a professional MMA champion and then just recently becoming a professional kickboxing champion, uh, making it all the way to like Bellator, Glory, uh, Lion Fight, things like that. And then now mm -hmm. obviously BKFC, that gives me a whole nother goal. Like I'm, I want to be the champion. Like that's, that is my goal. And there's, there's no way for that. There's no side cuts, nothing. It is straight on. Lorenzo Hunt is the guy I got to go through to get that. Yep. And then, uh, so do you have, do you have like uh, anybody? So you're not looking past Lorenzo, right? You never look past Lorenzo, but do you see some guys in the division that like, do you see a path to a title? Like you got to, you got somebody to call out after or anything like that? No, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, like one step at a time, one punch at a time, one fight at a time, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll do this and see what, what, what the door 
or opens up for him. I see, you know, Lieben fighting uh, Quentin Henry. You know, maybe it might be a winner of that or who knows? There's no champion right now, so it's vacant. So everybody's on the on the path to get to there. Yeah, man, it's a big race to race to the title. I can't wait, man. It's a good way to kick off the 2021 year for sure. All right, now, uh, with everything going next year, uh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least we have our combat sport. I mean, at least we have sports in general. The world's going the freaking hell right now, but at least we got our sports. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank God for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so – you got Lorenzo Hunt. We got Rob Morrow here. How come I just found out about this fight like in the last couple of days? Did it just did it just get put together, or it's like I got to be honest? Like I've been I've been interviewing a lot of BKFC guys and uh, people, and I interviewed Britton Hart, and she was talking about the the event. But as I was researching the event. All I could find was like Johnny Bedford's fight, Chris Lieben's fight, and Paige Van Zant versus Britton Hart. I didn't even know about you guys until the last couple of days, and I'm like, "Holy shit! I got them both on my show Tuesday. What's what's going on here? Or uh, Wednesday?" Yeah, uh, I want to say it was been about uh, probably a good two weeks uh, knowing about the fight. Maybe maybe just right around right after Christmas, right before the New Year. You know, and then things started getting settled for sure, like getting the contracts in. Um, this is like that uh, that little secret surprise, you know. Uh, yeah. He's going to be a banger. Um, he's, uh, could be, you know, I'm looking for it to be the steal the show, you know. Uh, you got all these other names on there, but hey, we're the we're the people's main event. Watching. Yeah. 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 The people's main event right here. Uh, yeah, yeah. two violent guys looking to make a statement in 2021. I love it. Um, how about we do a speed round, a speed round of questions to get everybody to know Rob Morrow a little bit. Ready? Boom. Do you have a favorite win in your 48 fight MMA career? Favorite win. Favorite win. Ah, shit. I mean, they're, they're all great. You know, you learn from every one of them. Uh, probably my first title fight over Danny Surface, head kick knockout, first round. Uh, that's probably my favorite because uh, it went on to HDNet fights, Boss Rudin talking about it, so that was pretty sweet. Nice. You And you, you, uh, you were talking with Boss about it? No, he, he actually brought my uh, – this is how you knock someone out and brought up the head kick. Oh, that's great. Hell, yeah. All right, go-to post-weigh-in meal. Oh, post-weigh-in meal. Um, Do you have a go-to? Usually, uh, I still eat clean, okay? So it's going to be – uh, sweet potato, chicken, and uh, usually drink tea with it. Wow. I was waiting to, yeah. to hear like a 24-ounce ribeye and a baked potato or something like that. 
no, nah, I wish. No, nah, I still eat clean until after the fight. The the that's when I get my post fight stuff. After that, then it's Giordano's pizza. Get a deep dish Giordano's pizza. pizza. But it, yeah, it's a big deep dish Chicago style. But there besides that, yeah. <laughs> all right. I see. I put fourteen years, but it's more 17, 18 year career. Is that what it is? In your uh, so you've been a part of the sport for many years. What is the biggest positive change you've seen in the sport from when you made your debut to now? Fighter pay, uh, treatment, like. Uh, well, instead of being called NHB, now it's, you know, MMA or UFC. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the biggest positive, I'm going to have to say um, pay and then the commission's getting involved to keep everyone safe. Uh, I oh, think okay. that's the only thing they do. In my opinion, that's the only thing they do, but to keep everybody safe from any blood transmissions and uh, brain injuries. But other than that. Excellent. Um, you're in a bar fight. You get to choose one of these guys to have your back in their prime. Vandalay Silva, Chuck Liddell, Rampage Jackson. Uh, bar fight, I'm going to go with Vandalay. Vandalay, he's just a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna start the way he throws all wild. He's just gonna be throwing, you know. So <laughs> it'll get you out of there. You guys will clear all the house. Right. All right, best best advice you can give to a young fighter trying to get going in their career. Uh, get your experience. You know, um, if you're amateur, uh, get you go out there and get experience. Do, do kickboxing. Do jujitsu. Do boxing. Uh, you know, learn what you're good at and learn what you're bad at and then work on, work on both of them. Um, and then for the young pros, don't rush anything. You know, I started off my career bad rushing it. Like, Oh, I should be in the UFC right now. Uh, I'd leave right after work and go fight. You know, you can't do that as a pro you're fighting guys. That's all they do is train, you know? So mm -hmm. you have to, going from amateur to pro, you have to take it as a professional career. This is what you want to do. Sit there and do it right. That's great advice. Yeah, get into grappling tournaments, wrestling. What about would you um would you ever go into like a submission underground or anything like that? You ever consider something like that? Uh, yeah, I did. I mean, I did like your nagas and stuff. If you have a record, I'm like seven and eight. You know, I could never really get into just grappling somebody um you'd rather stand like, back yeah i look for the knockout you know if uh you know i grew up you know watching uh any you know from like ernesto hoos to you know von Lee silva chuck liddell all these guys what are, what are they known for knocking people out crow cop you know yeah. uh, that's what you go that's how you showcase your fighting skills you knock somebody out um not taking anything away from the jujitsu or anything, but that's a whole different art. Um, and I'm just not too into that art. Hell yeah. It's been, <laughs> it's, it's got to feel pretty good to knock somebody out over a, over a submission anyway. Right. Put their lights out. It's a little more fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what you said. That's how you should fight in skills. You knock them out, you know? Hell yeah, dude. So, uh, Fight prediction for February 5th, Rob Morrow versus Lorenzo Hunt. How does it finish? 
Uh, it's going to be a knockout. Um, I think I'm going to make him quit. You know, uh, I see he's had a lot of fast knockouts and, uh, you know, first round stuff and, and, and he's a banger, but, uh, I can take it deep. You know, I can, I can, I can go in the deep rounds. I just had 26 minutes of fighting some of the top kickboxers. You know, I know I can go in the distance. I don't know if he can. Yeah. And, um, of all his fights, I think he only went to the third round twice. I, I, he might have went to the third round. Yeah, once or twice. Yeah, he like you said, he uh, he finishes him early, and I know you know every every loss is kind of a win for you because you learned something that first BKFC fight. That guy was shot out of a fucking cannon on when they said total line and fight. You didn't even blink, and he was across the line. Like now you know to anticipate that fast start, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, like I said, I'm already sleep deprived and everything. And then next thing you know, I'm getting punched and, uh, it's like, oh shit, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's a learning experience. I won't let it happen again. Hell yeah, man. Um, all right. So I'm going to let you get going here. I want to thank you for coming on, get your rest before this fight. You're going to, uh, you're going to be having more eyeballs on this event than any BKFC event ever. So this is a good one to showcase your skills. You are a true veteran in the game. You are an absolute savage. And I look forward to you and him putting on a hell of a show. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Do you mind if I give a shout out to all my sponsors? Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say, go ahead and shout out anybody you want. Um, th tell us your uh, socials and all that stuff. Uh, check me out, Rob Morrow MMA uh, from my Instagram, Robert Morrow on Facebook, uh, The Destroyer Rob Morrow also on Facebook for a fan page. Uh, I'd like to thank my wife, uh, Kathy, and kids. Uh, they help me, you know, every day that I got to come home and from work and do this. Uh, the Union Brotherhood, Local 68 Laborers, um, Berserker Brew Coffee. Uh, Neves Nutrition, uh, Green Therapy CBD, uh, shit, I've got Sizzles in Lockport, a um, couple other ones I might be forgetting. Um, <laughs> it's all right, bro. Everybody over at Bare Knuckle, get me on the show, everything. And uh, Lorenzo Hunt for taking the fight. And uh, let's go out there Super Bowl weekend. Put on a show. Hell yeah, man. Thank you very much for coming on. Good luck. I can't wait to watch you guys perform. Have a good night. Right. Thanks, you too. Take it easy. Bye. That was Rob Morrow. Absolute legendary veteran in the game. 48-fight veteran. World champion in MMA, world champion in kickboxing, and he's looking to get through Lorenzo Hunt. That's going to be a violent war between two Smith Brother combat sports fighters. Um, that's going to be the uh, people's the people's main event, if you ask me. I mean, you got the pretty girls up at the main event. I'm not taking anything away from Britain or Paige because we're all going to be tuning into that one with our eyes wide open. You know what I'm saying? Um 
And that should be violent because those two girls like to dish out violence and also take violence. But there's also the Johnny Bedford fight. There's also the Chris Lieben fight. But the one that is going to really entertain the masses is your boy, the juggernaut, Lorenzo Hunt, and the destroyer, Rob Morrow. They are not going to fail you guys, I promise. Now, thank you for tuning in. I'm on a back-to-back tomorrow night. I got another BKFC fighter, another one that's going to be on that February 5th card. His name is Brandon Lambert, Malo, and um, he's going to have a lot to say if you guys know him from the – if you guys know him from Instagram and Facebook, he is a busy man with a busy mouth, and he likes to talk it. We're going to find out on February 5th if he could do the same in the ring for now. I will see you all tomorrow night. Thank you for tuning in. 8 p.m. tomorrow night. I will be talking with Brandon. See you there. Mission accomplished. Peace.